All right. How so. do you know if it's going to keep recording and not fail like last week? <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> so to kick off, we um, learned something last week about how not to record. <laughs> I, I can't actually remember what happened. So it recorded four seconds and then four just, minutes. Oh, four minutes. Oh, <laughs> That's a bit better than four seconds. <laughs> yeah, I think we were trying to do it straight into the Anchor app, the podcast app, and it just didn't work. So, and we found that out 45 minutes later. <laughs> After a great conversation. It was a great chat. Yeah. Like, I was a bit gutted. Yeah. Well, probably the key thing was, is that our decision not to even re-record it, which is... Yeah. I think it was a good decision because we, I mean, the primary purpose is for us to have this chat and it was an awesome... With each other. Yeah. And we had a great chat together. Yeah. Yeah. So, we'll see how this one goes. And, um, but in any case, this is working so far. I'm really enjoying this. Mm. So, and you know what? This week, for the first time, I haven't made up all kinds of well, not made up, but yeah. used all kinds of excuses to get out of the yeah. <laughs> doing the podcast. That is cool. That's really cool. <laughs> Classic. Um, were there any kind of key things? That, I mean, we probably don't need to go over last week. It was largely us getting into things and starting to kind of feel the rhythm of, of yeah, doing a four hour block of, of work in this area. Um, yeah, but we might pick up on some of those things, uh, mm. in this week. So I think I had some oh shit moments. Yeah. You of were... like, <laughs> of wow, I have been out of this game, out of this arena for such a long time mm. and I don't know if I have what it takes to get back into it and I don't, I'm definitely not in the sports know-how. Mm. Anymore, not in the same way that I was back then. Sure, like yeah. working as a journalist and and doing a lot of sports coverage. But yeah, so I've had some oh shit moments. <laughs> <laughs> um, should we? Who wants to start? Update. You can start. Right. You probably got the most to say anyway. I Maybe. Think. Yeah, yeah, it's been a really good week actually. So, um, so I've got my two four-hour blocks of time: Wednesday and Friday. Wednesday, I'll describe that day as the Charles Bezerra day. Oh, yeah. That, <laughs> that was, was So, Charles Bezerra, my mentor uh, from Brazil, um, I had a Zoom call with him in the morning at 8.30 a.m., cup of coffee, and um, I don't know what time of night it was over there, but man, it was just an inspiring conversation. I just, every time I chat to that guy, um, not only is there... Where his thinking go is going is fascinating, but mm-hmm. also he just believes in me. Um, Isn't that amazing? Eh? And having someone like that in your life. Yeah, it is amazing actually. Yeah. I was reflecting on that afterwards because I watched a clip he sent through of him talking about a mentor of his. Talking about his mentor. Uh, about his mentor. Oh, cool. And one of the ways it was interesting, he described a mentor. A mentor is one that sees success in you. Oh, and wow. calls that out um, wow. and kind of holds that even in the times that you're not really sure. Um, and you kind of, from the, the fact that they've got so much more experience than you, you, you kind of trust that they're seeing more things than I'm seeing, considering more things than I consider. And the fact that they are saying that with that kind of experience mm. and that uh, perspective is wow. it's encouraging. So, yeah. So it, what... What did you guys talk about? Well, we, we always kind of catch up on how the family's going and how life is. Going. Mm-hmm. Like Brazil, it's kind of chaos over there at the moment yeah, with, with all the COVID stuff. Um, and 
Yeah, and then we went into what he's doing in that time and who, he, like, um, what he's doing for people. So he's he's got a lot of projects with uh, with clients with large organizations, and he's kind of uh, leading big pieces of work uh, for people, and that's how he's paying the bills. Um, so we went through that, and then also just his latest stuff. So he's got um, he's got this thing going where he's got effectively three startups um, happening in parallel. Of groups of people. Oh, sucker for punishment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, he's got he's got one in agriculture, uh-huh. um, and so that, is he the founder of these or co-founders? Yeah, like so, it, it's a slightly different mix. So, so the first one is he's actually working for an agricultural large agricultural business who has a lot of data, and him and his, he's got this team. Uh, he's a big believer in finding great people to work with. And so he's got this team of mathematicians and scientists, like physicists and computer engineers and designers. And basically what they're doing is turning this, um, this large amounts of data about how these farms are operating, crop farms, and um, turning it into models to predict like pro- crop performance. And he showed me the slide deck of basically... Um, these areas of land and how they're predicting it. And then they're matching their predictions versus the people that are currently running it. And like, it's like the, the machine versus the, the person. And, and, they're, and they're basically outperforming now. Like uh, the, the, the actual the, farmers. Yeah. The farmers no. predictions. Yeah. Um, so, so there's that project. <laughs> I don't know what I feel about that. Well, what he's using it for is um, it's, it's not necessarily... <laughs> okay, hold on, pause. The baby is screaming for his dummy. Hold on. Okay, so this is Dewey, our 18-month-year-old. And he... 18-month-year-old. <laughs> he, um, he uses one syllable to say things, like dummy is duh. So as soon as the dummy falls on the ground, as it just did now, in his, in his cot, he goes, duh! And then when you walk in there, he goes, duh. It's duh. So it means he's got his dummy. <laughs> he sorted. Oh, yep, he sorted. Okay, um, so that's the yeah. first. Yeah, and, and one. what it is, it's a tool for farmers to basically, um, so they can um, basically taking more things to an account. Yeah. Um, like weather and humidity, and and it, but it also prices up everything, so that you know what is going to be the output in terms of dollar signs of this um, particular crop and things like that. So it's, how are farmers? Did you talk about how farmers are taking to this? Because I'm a farm girl. I grew up on farm, and I pretty sure most farmers are kind of like men of the land mm. they breathe and smell and taste yes. the weather and the predictions and that kind of stuff so yeah i think i'm not sure what the operational setup of these particular farms are mm. um and yeah and we didn't go into the minute details of other farmers and, are responding. Okay, interesting. Yeah. And so, that so that's was the first, okay, Yeah, so the second one's in finance. So he's got a whole bunch of again, math, like PhD level mathematicians and others, and looking a different team. Yeah, different okay. team. So he basically has these teams that are operating. So that first one is kind of a client. So the client's paying for that project, but then when it starts succeeding, so his, his team's building it, they'll get a share of that startup. This other one's solely them. So they've got this group. Um, of, yeah, just super smart people. Basically doing financial modeling and looking to do some big play in finance. So we, we didn't go into it. Uh, I didn't because it's like too early to kind of talk about it. Okay. So there's that. And then there's a third one that he's now spinning out, which we chatted a little bit more about. Sorry, which, but that he's now spinning up? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So he's starting to think about, which is around kind of collective 
buying and collective action and then how you support that and model that out. So there are these what crazy... Are, what does that mean? What's that? What does that mean? Like collective um, action around what? Like anything? Yeah, I don't want to go... I mean, I'm kind of keeping it super brief because I don't want to spend heaps of time oh, on yeah. it now. Okay. But, right, um, right. but just imagine if you want to do a group purchase and you, you've got a bunch of friends and you want to go to um, buy some beer and um, the beer company says, oh, we'll, we'll give you this deal if you get 20 friends. And oh, then okay. you go and you find those friends and then you get that access to that. And that's an example. But there's heaps Does of Does he mind examples. us talking about this? What's that? Does he mind us talking about this on a podcast? No, I don't think so. I think these are things that he is chatting to people, people about. People about. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. but And then we talked about... So I talked about my where the project's at. And I always love just basically just saying, hey, this is it. And just getting his like perspective i don't even need to set it up and try and give him a specific question he just gets it <laughs> and um yeah and, and, and a couple of things he he talked about were um the i suspected it for a while like my previous approach with the startup was to lock onto problems that people have um and try and um i mean in the, we, we talked about I this guess. is the design approach, right? They yeah, the design approach that. is very much about find problems, solve problems. Mm-hmm. And that's quite, that's quite good. But mm. I think the reality is a lot of things in life can't aren't best framed up as problems. Like even if you think about like Facebook, what is what is the problem Facebook is solving? You can kind of you can kind of hack it a bit and go, well, the problem of lack of connection or the problem of I don't know. In reality it's there's or or like Twitter or Netflix. What's the problem of Netflix? My problem is I don't have enough, like, TV shows in my life. Like, what is the... Like, so this is interesting. Like, problem framing is really nice when you can actually solve the problem or you can have a measurable way of knowing if you've solved it. Um, like a detective case. You can solve that problem because the, the you know, and it's quite black and white whether you've found the murderer or not. Like, it's uh-huh. yeah, we've found it. Yeah. Uh, or a mathematical problem. We know that we've solved it because it we've got a proof of it. So... But in things like startups and more complex situations, it's like it's not necessarily that you just solve things. Mm. And and again, like all these examples I've used, there's not a clear problem there. And if you go out into the world and you just try and understand the problems that people have, one, they don't necessarily experience them as problems. And I mean, maybe sometimes aspects of it are problems, like the problem of the internet speed or the problem of, Mm. but they're quite isolated parts of the bigger picture. Um, so problems, yeah, I, I think some, Charles was saying one thing to think about is, is less in problems and more in patterns. What are the patterns that people are behaving in? And do those patterns make sense? Uh, and that's an interesting line mm. of thought. So applied to my situation, rather than necessarily just trying to find the problems that founders have when they're trying to talk to customers, which... Um, founders tend to solve problems pretty quickly and they hack together stuff and think whatever like that mm. but um what's yeah it's what's interesting now is starting to think what are the patterns of what how they're thinking and what are they doing that then you could start to align to get closer to and like amplify that. like it doesn't have to always be a negative thing yeah. basically most founders have figured out how to learn from customers what their customers needs are somehow mm. and it might have been hard and it might have been complex or incoherent or um, or they might have got stuck for a few years, but they've had to figure or it not. out. Yeah. Or not, yeah. Mm. But they've had to figure it out, or else yeah. the business would have got would have like gone. Yeah. So, 
yeah, looking at patterns, it's, it's an interesting little shift, but it's a nice shift to kind of think through now um, because it affects the whole approach of how I kind of go out there. Um, and already it started to, you know how I said last week, I've got this little tool called Airtable um, that I had my, the people that I'm talking to and I had like um, problems that they were facing. I've already upgraded all that. So is this the little tool that you just hacked together using a few different programs? Yes, yes. Did you call it Airtable? Oh, it's called Airtable is, oh, okay. is the name of this product. Oh, okay. Um, it's a database. Oh, it's kind of like a set of spreadsheets. Uh, I have to show you sometime yeah, yeah. Like what it actually is. Uh, but it's basically spreadsheets and you can link them together in creative ways and, and you can do a lot of kind of automated tasks and things. So it's a, it's a cool little tool mm. and I've kind of hacked it to kind of help me out. And it's working really well. So I've upgraded that today. Um, <laughs> yeah, so finally, I guess today, I, I, by the end of the day, I felt in the rhythm of this next stage. And that rhythm for me is talking to people, making prototypes. <laughs> mm. So um, I, and I'm trying to each day fire out five invites. Um, and that's, um, yeah, the way I'm structuring my day now, that's, the, that's one of the first things I do. Mm. So I sit down. I pray and then I get into the day and then I basically go and I find five people to um, to like email and invite to chat. Mm. And already two of the people from today have come back and are keen. That's so, uh, cool. so people are pretty keen to chat. People are so generous eh? with yeah. their time and thoughts. They are. They are. Mm. Um, and yeah. So... so I also remember walking into the room and I think it was just after you'd been chatting with God mm-hmm. and then you felt led to like look listen back to some feedback that mm. guys gave you on your on the previous your first um start That's right. Yeah, yeah. 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 I often find like when I slow down and pray there's almost like this presencing and in that space like just ideas also come. Mm. One of the ideas that occurred to me in that in that time start of the day was I'd actually talked to a whole bunch of founders already around this area and i'd recorded a bunch of them uh with people's permission and they were i found them on slack an old kind of tool that i was using so i was like i should just go and listen to those again <laughs> and it was fascinating actually listening to them in light of my approach now um with which has just a bit more openness to what people are saying or, or the problem space and some of the things at the time... What I could, do you mean the problem space? Because you're oh, not sorry. going there anymore. Ah, yeah, yeah. I should upgrade that thinking. <laughs> this area of, oh, of yeah. trying to find kind of patterns in how people talk to their customers. Um, yeah. I, and I can hear myself when I'm in the conversation. Not necessarily like being open to hear what people are saying oh, at times. Interesting. And, and people... Uh, Why was that, do you think? It's a good question. I think when you've made something, because at the time we had a prototype, uh, we had a live product, yeah, yeah that like version one was out, and I was I was walking people through it. Like, there's so much that you put into a product, not just the thing, the physically what it does, but the ideas behind it and the coherence of it. That when like, when people say give certain advice of what they think it should be. Like, it's different. And it's like not necessarily kind of, yeah, it's different to what you're expecting. It doesn't fit in nice and neatly to the yeah. kind of product. Yes. Mm. Um, yeah. That It's hard to know what to do with that. And that takes a bit of thought to process that. Um, and sometimes that thought is just 
too much to handle at the time. So you kind of move the conversation on to some other stuff you really want. But in, in that, you've just skipped over something really interesting. And yeah. I often find inter- interviews, I mean, this is always the case in interviews. There's always more in the interview than what you could, uh, what you take from it or what you, you capture in it when you're, when you're talking. Yeah. Um, but I always find myself thinking, oh, I would have loved to go deeper on that or say, tell me more about that. But the conversation in the interview is like moved on. <laughs> and you're just like, ah, oh, there was something great there. But, um, yeah, in the time when you're in a conversation with someone, like I was with the founder, you're holding so much. Mm. Like, uh, I'm mindful of this person's time. I want to get through this amount of information. I want to talk about that certain thing. So you don't necessarily pause Mm. and you're not as present um, as you are when you are listening back to it and you're solely focused on what they're saying. saying. We we don't aren't always holding those things. So, um, yeah, so that's part of it. Mm, food for thought. But, uh, mm. yeah, there's there's so much in and I'm so glad I recorded those. So Yeah. Yeah, and I might in these new ones just ask them. Uh, and people, I don't think I've ever had someone say, no, I don't, I, I don't, I'm not comfortable with you recording. People yeah. are just fine if, if I just say, hey, do you mind if I record this because I'm talking to a bunch of people and I don't want to forget anything. But, yeah. Um, and that is just so good to go over. So, yeah, so that was the day today. So it feels like the momentum is starting to build. Um, yeah, I don't, like, I'll probably start prototyping some ideas. I mean, like, starting to give some shape to some potential product ideas, maybe from next week. Um, but yeah, the conversations I want to. You also, in the beginning, as we were heading into starting up something, yeah, you were saying that you wanted to do start with just doing like the mood board type thing not the mood board the yes. inspiration board yep. which you've never done before yeah um how do, has that happened has how does all the stuff fit into it do you feel like you've spent enough yeah. time in that space and that next week is not too early to be jumping into actually um narrowing down some ideas yeah i kind of am thinking of it as more playing with ideas so i'll put those ideas in that board and it um yeah, so of that board is still there and still developing, so each day I add to it. Um, yeah, I think it's interesting to consider, um, yeah, a- as I start to kind of whip up a bunch of prototype ideas, um, not to lock into one too soon. Mm. You can keep me accountable to that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but they are part of that board now. So I like on it, it's... Well, just that's a whole bunch of ideas. just interesting there. Like, you, you want me to keep you accountable to it, but it's the same thing of like, you spoke to that founder mm-hmm. and recorded it, mm-hmm. and in a like, I mean, me just being like straight and harsh, like you were being quite closed because you or closed around the idea that you already had. Yeah. Punch. So. Yeah. And that's such a natural thing to do. Yeah. Yes. But. How do you now go forward and not do that same thing? Huh. Um. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know either. I wonder if it's just making sure that within the day, I actually have a planned time to go exploring. Mm. Just to different ideas. Because my like my tendency is to 
just keep exploring, keep all those tabs open on the computer kind of mm. thing. You know, you don't want to shut anything down. And in mm. doing that, like, it's really, yeah, you almost never just start to focus focus, and, you know, like choose something and just yeah, yeah go with that. Whereas my tendency is to lock into something and start building. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in reality, even when you start building Matt something. Matt only ever has... One tab open on his computer. <laughs> I have no idea how. You don't need tabs. <laughs> Why do you think they were invented? I'm still working that out. <laughs> they were invented for a good damn reason. It's an interesting question. I think I need to sit with that a bit more. Like I, I, I think in reality, when you start to create something, you, because you, even with Hunch, we kind of burn those ideas and like, like started new ones um but yeah i was talking a little bit to a founder today tim actually around the idea of um getting things out fast such that you can just keep iterating them and changing them um and there's you don't want to take too long with something that's not in front of people uh, because then you can start to think that you're ahead of what you actually are. I am. So that's the that's one of the balances that you're. Yeah. Um, I do probably it would be good to just make sure I got a bit of exploration time in there. Mm. Just just raw inspiration time where I'm not. It feels a little bit like I'm wasting time, but maybe that's just my old habits because mm. I'd rather be talking to people about what to build, and then building it. Um, rather than being present and watching for emergence. Yeah, just being open to just, yeah, because there's, I guess there's the people in front of you that you're trying to serve, but then there's also the whole ecosystem of other stuff, trends, Mm. other products, and it's easy to not be aware of that. So I might actually put some deliberate time each day just into that, just to explore, um, just to be aware of that. Probably not a huge amount, but just something. Mm. Um, And then... As I start building prototypes, it could be good to force myself to build maybe three at a time so that I'm less likely to be locked into to one. Oh, that's a good idea. One. So maybe if those two ideas, yeah, might note those down. Yeah. But yeah. So a block of inspiration time in the day and three prototypes at a time. Yeah. So you don't love your babies too much. Yeah, and we did find a hunch we moved from that. We actually initially had a kind of clear baby we were building, and then after a while we actually moved to a stage where we were making sure we had multiple prototypes, and that was quite good. Mm. Even when you're trying to get feedback, because if you give a founder three prototypes as opposed to one, they're more likely to to go, ah, interesting, and they can kind of critique them, whereas if you just give them one, they feel like Like, they're they're uh, critiquing your baby. Yeah, (laughs) that's really nice. Uh, (laughs) So you actually get better yeah. feedback. Oh, that's that's a really fascinating idea. Mm. Oh, I might note that one down. Um. Cool. So that's that's kind of it, and and I'm starting to find finally, as I look to next week, I've I've kind of started to get blocks in my day, so I've actually already got next week, kind of generally planned out. I'll I'll make it uh, adjust it slightly with this idea of mm. expression, but um yeah, which which feels good. Feels good to hit a day when I've kind of got a bit of an overall structure of at least what spaces I want in the day. Mm. So, yeah, so it, felt, it starts to feel like the momentum's happening now and I'm getting into a bit of a rhythm. So that 
that feels good, but also feels like, okay, here we go. Feels <laughs> like starting a marathon again. Yeah. Um, so. Does yeah. that what does that actually make you feel excited or a little bit apprehensive? Because I mean, it's hard coming off of a startup that's. Yeah. Well, not not failed, but it hasn't yeah. succeeded. <laughs> no, it's, it's not here. <laughs> I guess that means. <laughs> yeah, which is. Yeah. Um, it is. What does it feel? It does feel a mix of there is an anticipation and excitement there so i do feel energized hitting each day and i look forward to the day yeah and when i start the day um but it it also feels more this feeling of like hard work i know there's going to be a lot of hard work coming and just like hard work of figuring out hard things Mm. and so but does that make you feel like oh i don't want to do this or uh no it doesn't bring it on yeah, it, it, uh, not not quite bring it on, <laughs> but more like, okay, here we go. Mm. More that kind of um, what, self talk. Uh, you can do this. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like right. I, I've I've experienced the reality of yeah. of the grind. Yeah. Um, which is not all a grind. It's just that no there's more hard parts. Phase, I am. Yeah. yeah, and it's that's a good thing. But um, and I'm more than happy to get into it. But I'm just like, okay, all right, here we go. So, yeah, so that was the it week. It takes courage, eh? It's awesome. Yeah. Um, How about your week? Well, for me, I also looked forward to the day. I did not have any structure to it, and neither do I know if I'll be able to have structure to it any time soon. That's all good, though. Yeah, I don't know if, like, that's just a personality difference. I'll or Because I am very much more, like, exploratory and then let's see what, em- what patterns emerge type of yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, I'm getting distracted by Dewey just screaming in the background. Um, Have you stopped for a little bit? We'll see how we go. We can go and check him if we need. Yeah. So, to be honest, I struggled a bit this week. Did you? Like, to get into it. Okay. And to know where to begin. Um, Yeah, and I don't... It took me probably about 45 minutes to really start getting some kind of traction. Like, it just felt like yeah. the first 45 minutes to an hour, I was just hitting dead end to dead end. Like, no matter what I was kind of, like, trying to search for. Yeah. Whatever. Interesting. I found you at the coffee machine probably just after that. <laughs> about that time, I think it was. <laughs> I don't know how I got there. <laughs> um... Yeah, I did stumble across some interesting things that, that people did. So I started, um, I mean, I can't remember if I first started just looking at ESPM and TSN or if I just Googled human interest sport. Oh, okay. And because um, that's basically the two elements that yeah, I'm interested yeah, yeah. in. Totally. And I came across TSN. They do these really interesting stories. Um, like they're called TSN Originals. Okay. And is that American based? Yeah. Okay. And it. Um, would you mind go checking him, please? Yep. That's amazing. Thanks, babe. Like he's just being. Sorry, Matt's taking this one. Can you hear them? <laughs> All right. Was his dummy out? Well, no, he was just sitting there. 
So, right, we're back. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> um, so, yeah, I ended up coming across these TSNN original stories. And um, they were just, they're done by the same journalist, I think, for TSN. And they just, they're interesting stories on, for instance, the basketball players or the ice hockey players or whatever. Like, they're just not your normal huh. news story. So they're much more of like a current affairs, but a lighthearted current affairs. Like, one was on an ice hockey player who's still super young, but he is like a major entrepreneur kind of thing, you know? Okay. And um, yeah, and then one of the other stories I came across was the rise of women, yeah. like women coaches, whether the, the, most of them are um, assistant coaches, but okay. in the NBA. Okay, interesting. Yeah, and and then I started looking into it and like stories around women in all the major competitive leagues yeah. in New Zealand, in America, and the rise of that. Oh, cool. Yeah. Because so it's happening across the board in different ways. Yeah. Or at least, I know in the startup world, there's a, a drive there. To, is it? Yeah. Well, I know here in New Zealand as well, there's a story I came across about two years ago. The um, a sports organization that's basically funded by the, they manage the government's funds okay. for sport. They put a um, an ultimatum out that teams need to get forty percent. Oh no, a fifty fifty. I think split or was okay. it forty percent? Forty percent gender quota. Yeah. Of the opposite because, like rugby, cricket, um, every every sport except netball yeah. was heavily slanted towards males. Yeah, totally. And netball was heavily slanted towards females. So they yeah. wanted like gender diversity because of okay. the yeah, just the difference and the strength that that brings mm. in all kinds of ways. Yeah. And um yes, yeah, so I just found that super interesting like riding that wave for a little while and mm. Interesting. Yeah, going like there are like I've never been a hardcore feminist. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but um I've always liked sticking it to the, um, <laughs> to the, like, I was a rep hockey player and I really enjoyed sticking it to the, um, the guys, yeah. you know, and Classic. training against them or playing social games against them and yeah. that type of thing. So I like having women compete and play on the same level. Yeah. As, um, well, as I'm talking about, like, it gives a diversity to the sport. Yeah. Um, yeah, totally. So. Cool. So, what does that look like? So, I don't know. I don't know if I'd want to, like, I don't think I'm enough of like a burning feminist to start something that just focuses on those kinds of things, but maybe those types of stories will feature in yeah. whatever I do start. Does it, is it, is feminism what it's about? Like, is that the frame or? Like it, that no, seems I to be maybe different. It's more to diversity. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That I think those are quite different things. Mm. Um, um, and I've always been for diversity. I mean, I'm an immigrant, immigrant here in New Zealand. I'm from yeah. South Africa. Yes. And I've always grown up not feeling. Well, I came here when I was eleven. Came to New Zealand when I was eleven. Never quite felt like a Kiwi. Went back to South Africa. Didn't feel like a South African. And so mm. I've always found myself in this 
limbo in between phase, like mm. a um place. I mean, so like a complete third culture kid. Yeah. In a way, and um. So I've I don't know whether it's a personality thing or if it's because of my experiences that I've developed this deep desire to see difference come together, hmm. not come together and collapse into each other and become the same, yeah. but just exist side by side in a harmonious way. Yeah. See, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So. Interesting. So your, your curiosity is being piqued around this particular trend. It was. It was piqued. It was one of the more interesting things I found during my days. Okay. Research. Cool. Um, yeah. So that that's kind of like a big trend and there's things happening around the world and things happening in New Zealand. So you find yourself leaning into it and looking to discover what's there mm. and what you could do about it mm. or like yeah. what, what story you could tell. Or... Yeah. Again, like, I mean, I... The storytelling part, I don't know if that's going to be the issue for me. Interesting, yeah. Because I'm a firm believer, like humans of New York, that yeah. there is an epic story and, behind yeah. every single so you, person. So you trust that it's going, that's going to be there. Yeah, that's whether it's Chick Alcatello, whether yeah. it's, you know, the all-black captain, yeah. there's epic stories behind everyone. Yeah. And, um, yeah. yeah, so I think for my... What I should probably focus on a bit more next week. And it's not that I haven't focused on it. I just mm-hmm. haven't found anything. Yeah. But what I would love to discover is just... Are there things that people are doing on any other channel? Other than like this was TSN. This was the first thing... First time I've actually found something... Yes. That someone was doing that was a little bit different and more along the in, human interest line. Yes. In the sports arena. But it happened to... Be part of a big sports TV network. Yeah, sure. So I guess, I mean, some of my questions are: Yes, I can go back into TV world, yep. TV sports journalism, but I think I'd like to do something slightly different. I think. Okay. I'm not. That's an interesting thing in that to yet. be aware of, like what you're. Yeah. You're thinking is there. Hmm. And I've never been a nine to five person anyway. I don't like that. Yeah. I don't. I do way better on projects and yeah. yeah. I kind of like the idea of starting with what is the, what's the, the thing, and then figuring out does that thing make sense in a major TV network or does that thing make sense as a independent project or is mm. that thing like because different things kind of true because there's no use just. Going, oh, I want to. This has to be on YouTube and Instagram because I don't want it to be on mainstream television. When, like, this guy, this reporter on TSN, like, it sits really nicely in amongst everything else. Mm, Totally. I mean, there's certain advantages in being in a national TV (laughs) program Um, in terms of reach, but then disadvantages in terms of the way it will shape the idea and. So, I mean, those things can wait, as decision, but that's an interesting thing to be considering. Mm. Um, but it sounds cool. So, so there's a, a exploration um, stage. Yeah. And you're finding some interesting things. The not finding things is also interesting. How do you think about 
the fact that you that there's something well, I keep that going. Don't I'm like, surely, no one has done anything in this program in this area. Surely, yeah. like, yeah. surely there's something out there, and I'm just not finding it because it just seems like such an obvious space. Sure. Yeah. To to operate yeah. in, to play in, you know, like yeah. that you your niche is human interest in the sports arena. Yeah. Like that just, yeah. So I just keep going, there must be something out there. I just haven't found it yet. Yeah. And I'm going to give myself a few more weeks to try and find stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Who else could help you with that, do you think? Um, that's a really good question. Yeah, I don't know. I'd have to think about that. Yeah, sure. Because, um, yeah, it would be cool to start to think about that. I mean, I know you are got some names of people you could start to reach out to mm. who might have, for whatever reason, mm. discovered some things, especially mm. if, uh, if they're in that space. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't feel ready to... You t- oh, that's the last thing I want to I just don't know if it's just me being a scary pants. <laughs> or, um... So tell me the range of emotions <laughs> that, that kind of occur to you when you think about emailing something, someone right now about this. Well, I just don't have... I'd be like, hi, I'm wanting to start a thing. I don't quite know what that thing is. Yeah, but just want to chat. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I need something. Do you? Or like, or three prototypes. I need three prototypes <laughs> to put in front of them. That's. A, I mean, could you say? Because right now I'm emailing five people a day, and I don't have anything. And I'm I'm talking. I'm saying to people that I'm interested in, in this area. And for me, it's like interested in how founders talk to customers and that those early stages of getting traction with their products. Mm. And people kind of get that. And I wonder if in your case. I don't know what the equivalent is. Is is it that like you're interested in the sports journalism and human interest area and you're just exploring at the moment? Yeah. And do you have some time to chat? And if you put like I or I reckon if you if you give people nice parameters and you give them an out, if you say, for example, do you have time over the next couple of weeks for for a thirty minute chat? Um then I think yeah, that that's something quite defined. So people aren't giving like having to sign up to be a part of something mm. it's just a nicely clearly yep i can do that and then that will be done and then so okay maybe i just need to actually i don't know what the saying is but like just do it i just need to do it and actually just i think i have an idea of who i could reach out to okay and who would have some good ideas okay um I think it's worth a try. Yeah. Okay, I'll do it. <laughs> cool. Oh, we'll check it next week to see. To see if I actually did it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cool. All right. Ooh, okay. Any other final things or should we wrap it? No, let's wrap. All right. Till next week. All right. <laughs>